0: This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Stephen Fowler, and today we are talking about voter registration, demographic changes, and why Georgia is an electoral battleground. The last time Georgia voted for a Democratic presidential nominee, I wasn't alive yet. That was Bill Clinton in 1992. The last Democratic senator elected was Max Cleland in 1996, and the last Democratic governor was Roy Barnes in 1998. In 1998, there were only 4.2 million Georgians eligible to vote, and today that number is well over 7.5 million. In recent years, a surge of younger, more diverse voters has changed the equation of politics in the Peach State. Even Cobb County, once a Republican bastion that's been home to stalwarts like Newt Gingrich, went for Hillary Clinton in 2016. And as we've discussed, the 2018 governor's race saw Democrat Stacey Abrams come within about 50,000 votes of flipping the state. A big part of her strategy was registering and mobilizing those new voters, which was also helped by some state laws enacted earlier by Republicans. So I sat down with Lauren Grow Wargo, Abrams' campaign manager and now CEO of Fair Fight Action, a voting rights group founded by Abrams, to hear more about voter registration laws, trends, and why Georgia is one of the closest watch states ahead of the November election.
1: Yeah, voter registration in Georgia works a couple different ways. Folks can proactively go online and register. There's online voter registration. They can fill out a paper form and mail it into either the state or the county. Or when they go and get a new driver's license or update their driver's license, you're supposed to be automatically registered and be an opt-out state, which is if you go and move to Georgia uh, from out of state and you um, are processing getting your driver's license or your ID, you should be automatically registered because that ID process should put you um, right through.
0: The so-called motor voter law has been a huge driver for getting people on the rolls. Georgia led the country in automatic voter registration in 2018, and state officials point out that statistic as evidence of how easy it is to vote in Georgia. But Gro Wargo says there are some other barriers to the voter registration process that can make it harder for younger, non-white Georgians, such as the lack of same-day registration.
1: If you're new to Georgia or new to voting, you may not realize that the deadline is, you know, about a month out from the election day. So you got to take care of your registration um, in advance of voting um, in the state so that, you know, unlike some other states where you can register the same day that you vote, we don't have that opportunity here in Georgia So there are definitely multiple ways to register to vote. There's been improvements through the years.
0: While the deadline to register for the November election was October 5th and has passed, more than 7.6 million Georgians are currently on the rolls. So many voters have taken the steps to get registered ahead of a big presidential election.
1: At the same time, a lot of... um, Voters have heard about things like exact match and other policies that are on the books in Georgia.
0: Exact match is a law that was put into place that held up a voter registration application if the information you put in did not exactly match what was on file in a state or federal database. More specifically, your full name, date of birth, driver's license number, and last four digits of your social security number had to exactly match either the Department of Driver Services database or Social Security Administration database. So if a voter has a typo or the county worker entering your information mistypes it, you will get flagged. In fact, um, I have a
1: hyphenated last name and I got caught up in an exact match and I had trouble registering and had to have a couple interactions with elections officials Basically, if your name is unusual or you have punctuation in your name, you need to really just follow up and make sure your registration gets all the way through and that you don't end up in pending status. The folks that typically end up um, caught up in exact match, they are disproportionately women, folks with, um, with punctuation in their names. And we've seen that um, Black Georgians, Latino Georgians, immigrant Georgians um, often will have those issues
0: the 2018 governor's race, many voters became aware of exact match after a news report found 53,000 names were held up in pending status, meaning their registration was not yet approved because they did not exactly match those databases, and most of them were black. A previous settlement in 2017 meant Georgia no longer canceled applications that did not match up, and a law passed that year gave voters 26 months to correct any issues before that pending application was canceled. Now, data obtained from the Secretary of State's office showed that 75,000 applications were actually pending, about a third of them had made-up addresses, were duplicates, or belonged to people not eligible to vote. Officials did not allow people named Jesus Christ, Magic Mike, or Bad Eye to become registered voters, but most of the remaining pending lists were applications submitted by real people on paper forms that had a higher likelihood of error. After House Bill 316, an omnibus elections law that authorized Georgia's new voting system, exact match as we know it was no more, and voters with flagged applications now became active voters but, like all Georgia voters, had to show photo ID before casting their ballot. Gro Wargo says voters should always check their registration on the state's My Voter page to ensure there are no problems.
1: I always check my registration there periodically because I've had challenges, and you can put in your first initial, your last name, your date of birth, your county, and you can check your registration status, make sure you're still active, it'll have your polling location, Um, it'll show whether or not you've requested an absentee ballot, Um, but that's sort of a good portal um, to be keeping up with what's going on with both your registration and
0: your voting Georgia is one of many states that have added millions of voters in recent years, thanks to better laws and targeted outreach. And Gro Wargo says this changes the game for political parties heading into the next several election cycles.
1: Georgia, along with Arizona, are two of, of battleground states that this decade are going to become majority people of color. Whites will go into the minority of population. Um, There's been a lot of literature about how the United States overall is becoming more racially and ethnically diverse. Georgia is really on the tip of the spear.
0: There are a number of trends driving this conversation, namely the growth in Black, Latino, and Asian American registered voters. Black voters are about 30% of Georgia's electorate, and while Latino and Asian American voters represent a smaller share in Georgia, they represent some of the fastest growing populations in the country.
1: And we're seeing growth both in migration from folks moving to georgia from around the country a lot of northerners moving to the south etc and also immigration folks moving here from other countries you know for example georgia is the ninth largest haitian american population um, our latino and asian american populations some have been here uh, for you know many generations and some are newer arrivals so the influx of georgians both from around the country and around the globe is meaning our population is growing as part of trends um, that we're seeing across the southeast but are particularly acute here in Georgia.
0: That's especially true since 2018 when more than 750,000 new voters have registered since that election. An analysis by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution found that Georgia's share of voters under 35 has grown by a third since the 2016 presidential election and those 65 and older have dropped. Growargo says there's also a shift in college-educated white voters moving to the Democratic Party as well, making Georgia all the more competitive. But almost as important as who is being added to the rolls is who gets removed.
1: We're one of only a few states in the, in the United States where if you do not vote after you become registered, after a couple cycles, you can be removed from the rolls for not voting. So this is a very unique statute here in Georgia. We refer to it as the use it or lose it. If you, if you register and just hang out on the rolls, <laughs> you can eventually be removed for quote inactivity. We um, have advocated very strongly against this policy, um, both in litigation we have currently in the federal court system and then through various advocacy we have done
0: Georgia's voter list maintenance—some call it a voter purge—is required by federal law to keep voter rolls free of people who are no longer eligible to vote. This mainly applies to people who have died or moved out of state, but there's also the use it or lose it piece. First, you have to become an inactive voter, which means not voting or having any contact with elections officials for several years. Then the state sends you a postcard notifying you of that inactive status and if an inactive voter did not vote in the next two general elections after that, then they would have their voter registration canceled. A sweeping elections law passed in 2019 extended the time period of inactivity to five years before the cancellation process starts, and required one final postcard notice be sent before the cancellation occurs. The list maintenance can only happen in odd-numbered years, too, so in 2019, Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger announced more than 300,000 inactive registrations were about to be cancelled and also published the list of names. Most of them were people who filed a change of address form or had mail returned as undeliverable, the rest were inactive voters that had no contact with officials. But Fair Fight and other voting rights groups said those parameters don't set up a foolproof way to remove registrations.
1: Folks erroneously get purged for inactivity. In fact, we sued the state over the winter and um, engaged a, a data expert who found about 20,000 voters who had been erroneously purged. And so there just isn't a great history of data management of our voter registration rolls, unfortunately, in Georgia. And so we've seen folks purged um, erroneously um, in the past, and we've been able to get them restored through the years at times.
0: More than 4,500 voters reactivated their registrations last December thanks to the work of Fair Fight, that public list, and even Democratic presidential candidates in town after the primary debate in Atlanta. Not everyone votes in every election, and not everyone should stay on the voter rolls if they aren't eligible, so Growargo says keeping things up to date is key for voters to not get left out when they do want to cast their ballot.
1: And so, long story short, if you die, you will get removed from the rolls. That is a good thing. That is That I agree with calling it list maintenance. We do not need a bunch of dead folks bloating our voter rolls. Um, if you move out of state, your change of address is going to get, the state's going to get notified. And so you will get moved off the rolls. Um, but it's the, it's the non-voting piece that's pretty unique to Georgia. And I think it actually catches a lot of people off guard because to the previous conversation, Stephen, we've got you know, hundreds of thousands of folks moving to Georgia from other states that do not have these laws on the books. And so that can be also very confusing for folks.
0: We'll note here that the makeup of the canceled voter list mirrors Georgia's demographic and geographic makeup. But Grow Wargo says conversations about voting problems or registration issues contributes to a larger issue that affects overall participation for both parties.
1: Unfortunately, what happens a lot is that, um, You know, there's there's sort of two different fights that go on in politics, one between the candidates, am I going to vote for Trump or Biden? And then there's a whole other campaign, am I going to vote or not vote?
0: While she obviously has a preference for who will win come November 3rd, she says that making everyone aware of Georgia's voting laws is not a partisan issue.
1: All the past year, we've just been really pushing, encouraging people to check their voter registration status Because, you know, a lot of people haven't really thought about when did they last vote. Irregular voters, periodic voters, sporadic voters, um, super voters know exactly how they're going to vote every year. It's it's a habit. It's like going to church or it's like whatever routine that they do, right? It's a very different uh, mindset and a very
0: different approach. Whether you're a super voter or participating for the first time, this election will be one of the most consequential in recent history, so make sure you check your voter registration and the My Voter page before you cast your ballot. I'm Stephen Fowler. This is Battleground Ballot Box, a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. You can subscribe to our show at gpb.org battleground or anywhere you get podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Our editor is Wayne Drash. Our intern is Eva Rothenberg. The show is mixed by Jesse Neiswanger and the director of podcasting is Sean Powers. Thanks for listening.
1: Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more.